Hey guys, good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know so that you can start your day on the right note. Today is the 23rd of February. First up, in news on central banks in the US, minutes of the last meeting of the Federal Reserve show that officials continue to anticipate further increases in borrowing costs would be required to bring inflation down to their 2% target. They agreed that this process might take some time and almost all of them supported a slowing of the pace of hikes. Meanwhile, back home in India, the minutes of the last meeting of the Monetary Policy Committee of the RBI showed that members were divided over the need to pause the ongoing tightening of policy. External member Jayant Verma expressed the need for caution at a time when headwinds to growth are emerging. Remember, the RBI hiked policy rates by 25 basis points at the end of its last meeting earlier this month. Now, here's some big news on Z Entertainment. The Mumbai bench of the National Company Law Tribunal yesterday allowed the initiation of insolvency proceedings against the company. The order came after a petition was filed by Indusind Bank, and that petition said that the company had failed to fulfill its obligation under a debt service reserve account agreement between Indusind and City Networks, to which Z was also a party. Basically, Z had guaranteed Indusind Bank's 150 crore rupee loan to City Networks, which was expected to maintain an amount equal to one quarter's interest and one quarter's principal at all times in the account for the purpose of servicing its debts. Z had guaranteed to maintain such an amount, which it failed to do. And now the merger between Z Entertainment and Sony Pictures has come to a standstill. According to the IBC, once a company is admitted to insolvency, moratorium kicks in, barring any transfer of assets. And now the only way for Z to go ahead with the merger would be to get the insolvency petition withdrawn. In politics, it's another setback for former Maharashtra Chief Minister Uddhav Thakre. The Supreme Court has refused to stay the order of the Election Commission last week that recognized the Eknath Shinde faction as the real Shiv Sena. But the court has asked the Shinde camp to file a reply to the petition against the EC decision, which also granted them permission to use the Shiv Sena name and the bow and arrow symbol for their party. What this means is that the Shinde faction will continue using the symbol and the name of the party as allowed by the EC as of now. In other news, India and China have discussed proposals for disengagement in the remaining friction points along the line of actual control in eastern Ladakh in an open and constructive manner and have agreed to hold the next round of military talks at an early date. The two sides discussed the proposals at an in-person meeting in Beijing, according to the Ministry of External Affairs. Meanwhile, China's top diplomat Wang Yi has said that relations with Russia were solid as rock, even as Beijing moves to portray itself as a neutral party that can broker peace in Ukraine. In a meeting on Tuesday with Russian Security Council Secretary Nikolai Patrushev, Wang Yi said that uh, China has sought to promote mutually beneficial cooperation in all areas as the two nations defend national interests. He's set to meet with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov later today. 
And finally, Bill Gates has acquired a minority stake in Heineken Holding NV, which is a controlling shareholder of the world's second largest brewer. That's for about $902 million. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the S&P 500 and the Dow losing a little ground and the Nasdaq ending with narrow gains. In Asia this morning, the early risers are trading mixed. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Neeraj. What's the tone likely to be in the Indian markets today? Do we continue to see selling pressure that we did yesterday? Certainly seems that way, Alex. Good morning. The headline equity index Nifty yesterday fell for the fourth consecutive session. And your prices are struggling to head higher and losing the bullish momentum. The momentum and trend support levels for the index have certainly been broken, which suggests increased volatility in the near term until a new bullish setup matures. You know, the volatility index uh, showed a bit of a reversal from the bottom, rallied 11% yesterday, which is also, um, you could argue, a bit of a concern. Uh, now, I know you've spoken about the MPC minutes uh, in detail. I just wanted to add one point that stood out for me. Uh, Professor Goel, who is a dove, of course, believes that India has limited evidence of demand-led inflation, while supply components of core inflation are easing. It's something that I'll be watching out for very closely during the next uh, RBI observations. A dear friend and someone for whom I have the highest regard for, Manish Tangi, spoke to me about a possibility of low growth and higher rates in India, which is a perfect recipe for disaster for risk assets. So that is something to be kept in mind. But what all of this does is bring banks into focus. And yesterday, private banks joined with gusto the kind of correction that we've seen in public sector banks. So HDFC Bank and ICICI Bank were the top losers amongst the banking stocks, falling about a percent and a half or more apiece. ICICI Bank, in fact, closed below its 200-day EMA. Axis Bank found support at the 200-day EMA, but closed at the lowest level in four months. Kotak closed at the lowest level since July last year. So clearly, there is an issue in the private banks as well, which is an issue for the markets at large. Coming to specific stocks, Z would be in focus because of the NCLT admission of the company into insolvency on Indusind Bank's plea. Now, very likely that Z may file an appeal at the NCLAT against the NCLT order. Very likely that the amount is not very large and therefore there could be a provisioning of 150 crores. But the problem, as Pius Sweeney and Sahaj have figured out, is that uh, this, this will worry the street because it brings the process of the merger to a standstill. And that is not something that Z shareholders will like. Kotak Special Situations Fund has invested 1,070 crores in Biocon subsidiary, uh, and this will be utilized by uh, Biocon Biologics to fund its acquisition of uh, Biosilmer's business of its partner, Viatris. So maybe Biocon, which is closed at multi-month lows, could find some support. Mahindra CIE numbers looked okay, maybe lower than estimated for sure, because while the revenues were up 34% at 2,250 crores, they were lower than the 2,800 crore estimated. And there's a large net loss because of the fair valuation of assets and liabilities of discontinued operations. So difficult to say which way the stock may react, but uh, suffice to say, slightly below estimates the numbers. Sugar is higher, watch out for sugar stocks. Oil is lower, watch out for ONGC and Oil India. And watch out uh, for Orient Cement and Adani Par. Adani Par in particular because the non-money MOU between the company, between Orient Cement and Adani Par, uh, stands terminated because Adani Power could not obtain the required MIDC clearances for subleasing of the land required for the facility. So maybe there could be some continued pressure. With that, it's back to you. Thanks so much for that, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. 
Do remember to check out the website and the social media accounts of BQ Prime over the course of the day for all the news and updates that you need in the world of business and markets. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 